Hey folks, it's a Slappy Boy Blowout. I'm the Big Hand Bob Robson here with Jeffy D. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> with a haircut, too. And Timmy K. All what the way. is up? How are you doing, Tim? I was buried in my mobile. <laughs> you love to see it. Oh, what? I'm not allowed to text Jocelyn Richard? <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Tim's got texts coming in from all over the country. He's a popular guy on both coasts. <laughs> from all over the country. Yeah, they're coming. I wish I, I I'm going to, you reminded me, I want to buy a map of America and put little <laughs> mm-hmm. tags in every, everywhere I've You've got, got a text, text. <laughs> So not even, is it just from the person with that, that like uh, area code or even just where they just are? Just where physically? they were. Jocelyn was in New York, I think. Okay. So, yeah. Well, we'll just mark it down that when you do get this map, you're going to have to put a pin in New York. Okay. I got to remember. And that. LA, because I know I've texted you when I was in LA. So, that's right. one, That'll be one easy for me. to remember because map, Mets, Mets are New York yeah. baseball team. Mm-hmm. Great. And map, Mike was oh, in wait. LA. Maps is a is a song by the Yayas who are from Brooklyn. Right. Oh. And also it's where I was almost destroyed at a concert by some guy who was yeah. looking at me, man. Had it out for you. Yeah, I remember that. He was I, I, me I a remember look. you were looking at that guy and you were like, destroy me, daddy. <laughs> that was way before we even talked like that. <laughs> we you didn't have the started, internet to teach us how to talk. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> destroy me, daddy. You know what I don't like you know those, you'll see these like Instagram posts that are like uh, a girl, let's say like a girl like doing a doing a motion out of frame like she's giving a hand job or something and yeah. then the camera pans over and she's like mixing up a cake and it's like. No. What don't you like about that? It's like, what? what is this? Wait, wait, are you talking about on the Instagram discover page? Yeah. Like reels. Reels. Oh, yes. That's sort of like I'll watch have, bait shit. Yeah, it's like TikTok. I'll have a lot of those. The, the, like, the, the thumbnail looks like a butt, and then you click on it, and it's like a guy's elbow. Right. Yep. But yep. what I'm talking about, it's like it's a simulated like sex act, and then it pans over to see, like, oh, she was just like brushing her teeth in the most awkward way possible. <laughs> I don't know what the point is other than, like, the point is it got your your precious eyeballs for five seconds, Mike. Yeah, and then what? And then it uh, it boosts the algorithm and they get fucking rich off it. Yeah, but it's so dumb. I don't know about rich, but you do that a bunch. I do and wonder like, how ev- how people like are monetized. You know who does that is Randy. What? Like Ra- Randy's got a ton of videos like that. He he, uh, our buddy Randall Maxwell where he's doing fake hand jobs and blow jobs, and then it looks like he's. <laughs> Eating the <laughs> on the cob. Not, well, not so much fake hand jobs and <laughs> There was a video but. of him giving me a blowjob, and I had it on my computer. Let me oh, see brother. if I can find that. <laughs> <laughs> see, you have that in 4K. <laughs> Caught me in 4K. But yeah, Randy's got one of these jobs where it's just like, I make videos that get tons and tons and tons of views because you're like doing a little like fake art project that is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing something wrong, and people watch it, and they're like, no, no, he's not, uh. And there's, there's this whole firm of people who make these videos Whoa. that are just mildly frustrating where it's like, I know that's fake. I know that's not his real mom. Right. Huh. And they and they get tons, uh, you know, tens of millions of views. And some of these people make like a lot, a lot of money. It's Weird. nuts. The, um, <clears throat> I have a friend who's, uh, she's not an architect, but she's like, 
like works with architects. That's like, okay. In, I have a lot of friends stuff. who aren't architects. That's great. But she's <laughs> she's worked with architects a lot. Anyway, there's like a whole world of like architect memes, and it makes me think that any any like at this point any profession, profession has has like its own subsect of memes that only like that group understands. There's I know there's like physics memes and. <laughs> Math. <laughs> um, <laughs> after I finished finished my like uh, sailing certification, yeah, I followed. Yo ho, sa- yo ho, Mike, stop! I'm getting ready um, for Pirate Talk Day. It's coming up. Oh, September nineteenth. It seems like Funny it's always day. coming up. Yeah, we keep missing it, and it keeps coming up. It's almost always coming up. <laughs> um, there's there's an Instagram like account, account that's like uh, s- sailing memes. And it's just really specific, like references to knots, but it's always like whatever the new meme format we're all talking about. Mm-hmm. It, it's that, but it's about like a, a bull and knot. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's memes for everything. Uh, you know what a good meme is? Ermagerd. A, a good meme for this pod is uh, you ever see that meme of uh, the guys from Boogie Nights when they're doing the Coke deal with. Yeah. With uh, Alfred Molina, the and podcast, it's like the podcast, the podcast and the podcast audience, and the, the <laughs> podcast is like three guys on the couch looking sheepish, and then the podcast audience is Alfred Molina brandishing a gun <laughs> with an open like, road cackling. looking crazy. <laughs> that's pretty no, but that's good. not you, Patrons. You're cool. You're cool. No, You're you cool. guys are cool. Yeah, yeah, we, Patrons we, we, are cool. God damn! I'm look. The drink of the week is uh, whew, doing a, a number on me. You can see in the what's in the going group, on? This in is the, uh, in the Zoom screen. I am bright red. Me too. I feel like this is a drink. Uh, not to be too spoily, but we we were not very impressed with it in the main pot, and now I feel like I'm fucking falling apart over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's also super hot. Uh, the yeah, it's we can't it's have our AC, just as we can't have our ACs on anymore because it's just as we can't have AC. I'm trying to text Jocelyn Richard. Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, speaking of the patrons being cool. Uh, yeah. Dan Padley was just in New York. He was he's Padman. touring with a he's playing uh, guitar in a band, and he played at City Winery. And I was gonna go, and uh, Miranda from UK was here. I was gonna say I oh! saw, and yeah. and uh, Kanger met up with him. And I was gonna go, but I was when I was coming out of COVID, and it was uh, I wasn't. You, I was still you feeling, didn't want to kill them off. Well, I think I probably I was feeling shitty, but also it was like just the cusp of. Mm. Uh, I probably shouldn't have gone out anyway, but I was still feeling shit. But I felt bad to miss the uh, the show. That's a well, good meetup. I'll tell you this. The Patrons have done a lot of amazing things over the years, but one of my favorites is Dan Padley's guitar cover of Santa Ana Wins. Yeah. Ah, yes, yes. I forgot that was him. Beautiful. I love a name brand Patron. Oh, yeah. Whew. I heard Laura Vinegar was at that meetup, too. Damn, dude! I know Laura Vinegar. I met her in Chicago. Is she from there? Is that because a bunch of a bunch of the patrons came out to Chicago? I I don't know who was from Chicago or if they just congregated there. Hmm. 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 Congregation like church, as if one of our shows was a mast. That's true. If, if if a reporter were to write about our pod, they should like use that kind of imagery, like yeah, <laughs> the three sermons on the mount. <laughs> The high priests took to the altar, <laughs> bearing yes. weapons of prayer. <laughs> Tim is like the Messiah, and Jeff and Mike are like mm, the fishes that turned into wine. Hey, what? 
No, I don't want to be the fish. Yeah, man. I want to be in fish. I yeah. saw you with a ticket stub in your hand. Now, Mike, you must feel like a bonehead that you didn't go see Goose at Radio City Music Hall and see Trey sit in with them, huh? I know. See, I don't really know Goose, and I, I know they're like a new, not new, but they're they're a little newer on the scene. Jam well, they're current. I've been hurt hearing about them more. Uh, yeah, but, I, saw, I saw Goose in the flashbacks at Top Gun Maverick the other stop day. You saw it? it. Stop. Jeff, Mike, you Tim, saw? Tim, did you see it? No. Can we fucking Why? talk about it? Yes, we can talk about it. Tim's had sure. ample time, and I he should have seen it. I'm the not going to see it. I liked it a lot. It's great. It's a lot of fun. I feel like they did a lot of the things that um, a lot of reboot cools do that I roll my eyes. And I'm like, fuck off. But they just like, they fuck gave you. a shit in this movie. I liked it. They did a good job. Did uh, did uh, the cruise man come up at the beginning of the movie and have a little video? Well, like a woodchuck guy came up and he said his name was Tom Cruise. But... Oh, jeez. You're, <laughs> no, no, no. you're bad. You are oh, bad that was the guy the from the, That was the guy from the Giants game. No, no. I, I, he didn't come up. He didn't, they didn't have a little video at the top of the movie? It didn't come up. Tom Cruise didn't come up that night. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that Cruise did tweeted. Topper Harley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be Charlie, cool. Charlie Sheen came up. <laughs> he did a parody of Tom's they, intro. <laughs> they should have done a post credit scene with Topper Harley. But by the way, is Topper Harley a joke? Like the fact that he drives a motorcycle is it like Harley Topper? Like he like he decorates the top of a Harley Davidson? <laughs> or Top I don't Gun? Know. Top Top Gun Topper? Ooh, Topper! Oh, hmm. and then Harley is just Harley's Harley, but Chopper is a, a bike. Hmm. They it's couldn't chopper, call him Chopper baby. Harley. Zed's dead, baby. It's Chopper, baby. Pulp Ooh. Fiction. Oh, my God. Which brings us to tonight's topic, 1994, <laughs> Quinn Tarantino. A master of playing with the narrative structure. Multiple timelines, folks. The timing, the structure, did you eerie factor? <laughs> it's Pulp Fiction. I love when, when Casey Kasem has to say that shit. Coming up, the timing, the structure, did you eerie factor? It's Blink-182 with, damn it. He would, like, they kept him on the air for so long as this old fossil, and he'd have to be like, like, fed you up with Trap Queen. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. Doing it again on the charts this week. Ish. All right, all right. What? I wish the big hand bopper would assert some structure in this goddamn podcast. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm too hot. <laughs> I'm sweating bullets. No, over this here. is this is the top, this is top of the show where the structure here is a lack of structure, and that's on purpose. It's to allow all the guests to sort of meet and greet, get so their personalities cool. for the night out. Because you know, when you you go out, you sort of have a different vibe every time we all wear out. masks and i and i'm not talking covid masks right well we should be doing that too still but we also stuff. you know i'm just getting a sense of where you guys are at so you both said you're drunk so i know that i know to maybe do things a little slower i know i'm getting a little marble mouth <laughs> yeah, because i'm so damn hot over here uh tim is on the phone so i'll talk uh, in more <laughs> sort of i owe a text wait, 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 richard wait. and pat babbitt i saw a really funny thing I forget where I saw this. It was on the Discord. Somebody was saying that they listened to the podcast at like, like 0.8 speed. 
wait, the slowed down? Yeah, slowed down. A little I would, bit. I would, I would think you listened to well, that too. Well, hold on, hold on. Time. And I was like, I was like, that's interesting. Whatever. I went about my life, and then when I came back, somebody had asked, like, can I just ask why you listen at point eight speed? And she was like, well, when I listen to other podcasts like Freedom uh, and um, and Teachers Lounge. A lot of the, a lot of times they move so fast. I want to make sure I catch all the jokes. Sloppy boys, I don't have that problem, but I still listen at point oh eight speed. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna worry about. I don't our, have that. Our highbrow wit is not gonna blow by you. On you this need line. to slow down a name yammering. It. You get it all. We're gonna come at you at a pretty acceptable pace. What is up? Who is this person? She is being kicked off the Discord. Banned, man. Do we have okay. that? Do we have that power slash luxury to get people off the Discord? Yeah, I think so. I haven't checked in for a while. I um, I signed myself out of my Discord accidentally on my phone. Well, you just gotta sign back in. I don't know how to sign myself back. I forget my password. I don't. Haven't really thought about it until now. So I will, mm. folks, I promise you I will be back on that sort and I promise <laughs> you I will engage in the conversations at hand. And that's a sloppy boy promise. <laughs> a sloppy promise. I'm on the Discord 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. He's on it 9 to 5, clicking and Dolly clacking. Dolly <laughs> Parton. Parton. Mike, you got good pitch. Uh, not all the time. Well, when I sing in the key that I'm thinking of in my head, that's fine. You did good just Thank then. Thank you. Thank and you. you know, it is true. I've I've adjusted your pitch. I've done it by hand. You but son uh, of right a bitch. <laughs> but, but right you then, shall you shall do no, no such thing. You fucking nailed it, dude. Thank you. Ooh, maybe because I'm a Dolly Parton impersonator on the weekends, honey. I want to thank you for letting me sing my notes. Now, you know who else <laughs> I always thought had perfect pitch? Oh. And I'm just going to say it. Well, he used to be in One Direction. He used to be in the movie Dunkirk. And now, folks, <laughs> yeah, he's he got a... he used to be in that movie. Yeah, he, he continues to be in the movie Dunkirk. Yeah, I guess he continues to be in it. I watched it the it. other day. He's in it, yeah. He's still in it. Well, he's splitting his time between being in Dunkirk and his new 2022 album, Harry's House. Please welcome... Harry Styles. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm yes, working hello. nine to five. All sure, right, Harry, sure, sure. Get out of here. I had something I wanted to say about uh, One Direction. Hit me with it. Do you know this Twitter thing where people take screen grabs of screenplays <gasps> and it's the description of a scene. It says describing female characters as pretty, but she doesn't know it. Yeah, I've heard of that. It, it's it's a trope. The public wouldn't see. You don't see this in a movie, but if you read it's scripts, o- oftentimes like casting calls too would be like, Jamie, waitress, twenty five, hot but doesn't know it. Hot but doesn't know it, and and huh. you can feel that these casting calls. Now, now, what would you just before we go? What do you say that would mean for for someone who doesn't uh, know? Um, I I I think it's a nonsense term written by angry men, where uh-huh. you're you're a screenwriter and you're. 34 and you're like huh, I want to write a manic pixie dream girl pretty but she doesn't know it meaning she doesn't have all that baggage that hot girls have like confidence like yeah, like, like, uh, yeah the girl would talk to me because yeah, she's yeah, right. she's yeah. and like yeah like I've been rejected and I'm mad about it so I'm creating a fake version yeah, yeah. of a person who would love okay. me go on just um, I wanted to clear that up 
Well, it, it, like nobody really knew that everyone who ever wrote that thought they were doing it for the first time, but people have screenshotted it and there's like a Twitter account, I believe that is almost exclusively that. Um, but I was just remembering today when I was listening to Harry's house, the big original hit single from one direction is just exactly that. It's you don't know you're beautiful. Do you guys remember that? It's but like he, oh yeah, you, you don't, don't know, know you're you. beautiful. Yes, dude. And like, and that's what makes you beautiful. And it was like, what is that? 2014, 2013, a big hit, like yeah. gross again, probably written by a Swedish 40-year-old, but so funny that Harry, our beloved uh, you know, woke man. Yeah, wears Gucci dresses on stage mere years ago was saying like the most hated line of of, but of dude, all screenwriting. There's a weird thing in pop music where if you sing it 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 tap dances over all those sensors. Yeah. Right because the enthusiasm in which they're singing makes it seem <laughs> is like a uh uplifting thing or just in or general i mean like 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 think us as writers how how aware you are of social issues and then you turn on the radio and you if you listen to music you're like oh they didn't get the memo you don't have to like mm-hmm. in in music you're playing by the rules that were set a long time ago even yeah, like yeah. um what, what was the pharrell song that he that he produced for robin thick the like uh, flip flop pharrell blurred, time? blurred lines Blur, oh, blurred, blurred lines. lines like that's another one where it's just like hey we're having fun with uh sort of like gender politics and it's something that you would never write in a screenplay <laughs> but as a pop song people were like hell yeah well i when i write in a screenplay i'll be like i'll be like writing a character introduction of a female character you know ally 25 she's beautiful she knows it i know it and if I've done my job correctly, now you, the reader, you know it too. Yeah. I'll, when I read a screenplay, I put like interior Allie's house. Allie mm-hmm. doesn't need no man. Mm-hmm. No man No man deserves her. Men are bad. Mm-hmm. I, the writer, am toxic. <laughs> <laughs> but the way Britney Spears is. Right. All right. <laughs> Can we get back to Harry and his hijinks? Please. So this is an album that came out this summer. What do we think about it? What do we think about Harry Styles in general? Well, I got a thought about him. Did you guys see the documentary? No. On One Direction? No. No. This is is a while ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Anyway, it's good. Tim, go ahead. You were saying. Well, One Direction is a boy band created, like they came from the show X Factor, right? Yeah, Simon Cowell's tutelage. I love Simon, but he can be, he, oh, he, oh, he, oh, <laughs> oh. Mm. Simon says, you are the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I have to say about Harry? Well, mm-hmm. other than Zane, <laughs> Harry, here's the thing. Harry. This out, um, uh, th- this is the guy, this is the breakout dude. And Harry. you're just, you're waiting for <laughs> someone who's a child star especially a part of a group, you're waiting for the album for people to say, oh, he came into his own. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. on our main podcast, we listened to the song uh, Planter's Punch. <laughs> you know, it's not Juice Cane, Planter's That must Punch. have been a demo that you brought in from this album because the, what made the album it didn't make sounds the album. like that. <laughs> yeah, it did. Right. He changed the lyrics last second. <clears throat> here's, here's what I love. Um, Harry Styles is good 
And even when I'm being like cynical, and if you're, even if I'm listening and I'm saying, here, here's a teeny bopper dude. Um, when people say like, oh, an artist is coming into their own, you almost always expect that it's um, Miley Cyrus is she's twerking and she's sexual on bangers. And I love that album, but you know, you're like, Oh my God, she, she was twerking on the MTV awards with Robin Thicke or, uh, Ariana Grande. It's like, she's all grows up because she's walking side to side. And that's great. <laughs> I'm not sex shaming. I love it. But I like Meg DeStallion. Ah. Ah. But <laughs> Harry's coming of age album, which is this album. Yes. He, um, oh, it is. is that what this is considered? Okay. I mean, this is his third, right? His third solo album, and the last one had Watermelon Sugar, right? Yep. And Adore You, let's not forget. Yeah. Um, before listening to this, I, I've listened to this a bunch because it came out a couple weeks ago. He like, <clears throat> I think what I thought was like Harry Styles, gr- it, this is going to be great production because like I like the gang that he works with and it's like going to be sonically interesting but no substance, you know? Like- uh-huh. He's he's inspired he's inspired by Peter Gabriel. He's inspired by Elton John. Yeah. And and this song is going to yeah, be yeah. is this album is going to be dynamic, but it's not going to grab me by the balls. Yeah. But I so I was listening to this in mm-hmm. preparation for this pod being like is there a there there? You know, like is there something You've there mentioned finally? This. Yep. For Harry, but I got to say even though I'm not the target demo for this album, I felt like Harry's All Grows Up album, which was instead of him being sexual, what's cool is he is, it's like weirdly in a cool way domesticated. Yes. If you think of, yeah, think of, think of Paul Simon, like Simon and Garfunkel is like, we're all gone to look for America. That's a very mm-hmm. like 19 year old thing to say. And then flash forward to Graceland, he's like, I met you at the cinematographer's party. And that's like, oh, that's a guy in his 30s. And yes. I, yeah. I, I, when I was listening to this album the last few days, I was I had like, the same thought on that song, Cinema. Like, yeah. Talking yeah, for, about cinema. Talking about cinema, but like right off the bat, a, a, rest, a sushi restaurant, yeah. a, a drinking wine, glasses of wine, sitting in a garden, tea, coffee, cinema, pancakes, breakfast. Like this is 28 year old Harry, maybe. And like, if you were a girl who was 12 when, when one direction hit the scene and now you're like 22, it's amazing. Like the, yeah. this guy bridged you into but here's adulthood. The thing. Not unlike Tim. Harry Potter, the other famous English Harry, he grew up with his <laughs> fans too. That's yes. So true. Uh, but Harry, like the Beatles hit at such a young age that he can do his domestic thing yeah. at like, 30 years old because the, the sense that I got from this was that this was like basically a COVID album. Like mm. oh. he was a guy who was on tour for 10 fucking years. As soon as he hit, he never stopped and he had album after album after album. And the last one was 2019. <laughs> I want to say the one with Adore You on it. Yeah. And yeah, um, Adore You song. I can't think of it. Oh, I love it. It's, it's my favorite Harry Styles song, but um, am I crazy or does Miley Cyrus have a song that I love called Adore You. <gasps> Track one on Bangers. Damn. I think her song is called I'll Bore You. <laughs> uh, the Harry Styles one is is Walk through fire for you Just yeah. let me uh, yeah. adore yeah, you yeah, yeah. Well, you, you like that better than Watermelon Sugar? Yeah, I do. I uh, like Sushi real. Restaurant better than them all. Well, here's the thing. This, <clears throat> this album does feel like adult contemporary, but 
when you're famous at the age that he was and you you had the tear that he was you you get to have a breather and you get to do your your adult your album rock thing. and yeah. you're british like british being british lends yourself to like i'm having breakfast in the, Ooh, the countryside but i'm thir- <laughs> i'm 39 and i feel like i'm just getting to the point where i'm like I woke up and I had breakfast in the god and Harry's there like you like a decade before me. I wake up and I'm like, let's go. Throw <laughs> <laughs> your fucking hands up. <laughs> Everybody take a shot of gin. There but the thing about I, I know what you're saying about the domestication thing. I feel like that type of music is coming back. It's it's we we have a few songs the yacht like that rock on thing. our playlist. The the uh, '90s thing is so is so far back, and everybody's looking for inter- for like interesting corners of '90s to bring back. Mm-hmm. And did you see that like Drake's new thing was like, yeah, and so is Beyonce's. I felt like I mean Drake. So what do you uh, think they're what do you think they're playing off of though? That's like that's like '90s house music, but uh, right, okay. That is uh, honestly never mind for sure. Is I feel like Harry's like doing more of a baby boomer thing where he's. I kind of like, like Harry's. See, thing. that's yeah. I like that's, them both. That's the point I feel I like Harry. Getting at. Harry, <laughs> sorry, Mike. <laughs> As the host of the show, is apparently Jeff wants <laughs> I, to talk. Over real me, quick, I, I just want to say, I thought when the last album <laughs> came out, it was like, oh, he heard Sledgehammer and he's right. doing that. He's still in that zone, and that and Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins and stuff. They were like. We're 32 and we live in castles and we're making domesticated music. And, and I think that Harry got in that zone a little bit on the last album. And now, now we have like a full album of it. I think there is sort of a trend in listening back to uh, Michael McDonald stuff or uh, who, yeah. uh, we had some we had some songs on our summer jam. Playlist Yacht Rocky. Like, yeah. There's, there's that, like, like a 90s. Not just things that we like, that, but are actually in the like uh, people's brains these days. So I felt like this album, which I like, I like what he's doing here. It felt like it's kind of just like of the time throwbacky. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, think he's, like he, Vampire Weekend when they came out with their last album, they were kind of throwing back to this type of thing too, like a little more adult, a little less rocking, but just better music. And it feels like very astute of them as a pop star to go this direction. Yeah, but like yeah, uh, style versus substance wise. Only at the very, very tail end was I was I like, yeah, we got a full album here. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I thought like uh, Matilda, that's a song, man. He's really writing. Which one was? But it, uh, See, the other thing is like, does he listen. does he write his songs? I was looking at like who the producers were. He he works with the same. No, he doesn't work alone. Yeah. But but like it's in a cool way. It's the same group, so it's not like Max Martin and. Jack Antonoff and whoever. Where they it's just do like, the whole thing. He's got the same three or four dudes that have been with him on all of the solo albums. Mm. And uh, and you can feel them all geeking out on Peter Gabriel and whatever the fuck. Else. And, and like, you know, a little bit of the, the new Jack swing and, and 80s production. But, you know, definitely uh, Elton John. I also saw on Wikipedia... I looked up Harry's house and he was saying, well, well, first of all, Harry's house is based on um, like, like the album title. Harry's house is based on uh, Harumi Hanoso's. No shit. Hasono's house. Ah. And he said, I spent. He's a guy who's been, he's been in my, like popping up in my Spotify Uh, stuff too. Paraiso? Yeah. 
that that's album the one, is awesome. That's the, that's the album with uh, the the Royal Hawaiian like Waikiki on the front. Yes. Um, yes. But ha- yeah, Harry yeah. says the album is named after Harumi Hosono. He had an album in the 70s called Hosono's House. And I spent that chunk in Japan and I heard that record and I was like, I love that. It'd be really fun to make a record called Harry's House. Wow. It's that easy. Mike, you mentioned the fucking Vampire Weekend mm. in uh, 2021. Uh, it's got Jenny Lewis saying, boy, boy. And the, yeah. the, the sample there. Is is uh, is a sample from that guy, like from a Japanese retail store that had yeah. commissioned him to make music. That's probably where that came into my brain because I learned that from you or Neil told me, and then uh, yeah, yeah, Neil, Neil's a like, big Hasono guy. Yeah, and um, that album though, Hasono's House is is the more acoustic stuff. He's got way eclectic, all over the map type stuff, and. In this Wikipedia for Harry's House, it says that musically, Harry's House takes influence from Japan's city pop genre, which is kind of like the um, it's kind of like the K-pop of the '80s. It's like Japanese artists doing Western '70s and '80s like oh, funk yeah. boogie soft rock, and Hasono did a lot of that. Um, this is Shimandoka off of Pariso. Yeah. So it's like influenced by like. Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan. So, in a way, Harry is doing like that soft rock from the 80s, but he's also doing like the Japanese regurgitation of that same music. Yeah. That's cool. Did you hear um, the concept, the track one on Harry's house, uh, music from a sushi restaurant? came from yeah oh come on now uh he and his producer were at a sushi restaurant in la and they heard one of his songs uh come on and they were like oh that's so funny like you work hard in this music and at the end of the day it's his music for a sushi restaurant ah this i really like this song i i heard this oh this is what i was gonna say about harry styles uh at the top of the show was he's a guy who I don't find his music to be like terribly hooky. Uh, this album, good, especially, probably in a good way. Yeah, it, it's like I'll listen to a song like like uh, Watermelon Sugar. I, I didn't have like that one thing that pulls me in. What about but, Trinidad uh, Sour Drink? That was on uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. You yeah, get your hands good. on a lot of his uh, early demos. <laughs> yeah, well, I always sneak down into his vault in my BVDs. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, it, it takes a second to listen to it, or takes a few listens to really get into it. But I end up liking them. This one, I, music for a sushi restaurant, is such like n- not that not that today's vinyl nerds are into it. But isn't that such vinyl nerd music that like yeah, ba ba ba? It's like it, he's it's ELO, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's like yes, and it's like rush, and it's just like it's like fancy ass production. Isn't it yeah. funny for teeny bobber music? Like, or we're in this weird vibe now where pop music is embraced by indie music. Yeah. Like at Coachella, people were the indie artists were excited to see Harry Styles. Oh, and that what, um, what's that band? Fuck, we saw um, Surf Curse, but they're um, there's a band that's like the same <laughs> the same line, lineup as Surf Curse, but they're called like comfort souls or something like that oh yeah they and they flat out said like hey who heard the harry single that came out yesterday we love it (laughs) it's like 
It's such that's, a strange. That's such a 2022 thing to be like. Yeah. The cool guys from Reno, Nevada, are also very into Harry Styles. But I mean, like, what a way to diffuse old uh, middle-aged haters, which who gives a fuck? But right. um, if you're Harry Styles and you're going to be like a teeny bobber artist to be like, hey, I kind of remind you of Peter Gabriel and Steely Dan. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> do I not? <laughs> I, I thought this album on the whole was pretty good. Although Current Joys. Current Joys. That's Current Joys. That, is the name yeah, of the band? that was like a, a one, two lineups. Sorry, two bands with one lineup. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I thought that I listened to this album all the way through, like twice, I think. I kind of liked the first three songs, and the last two were the ones that really like hooked me. And the middle was kind of just uh, felt like indistinct. I mean, it's probably I just have to go back and listen to them more. I liked them, but just I think uh, that's I think that's what Tim's talking about too. with like the there's no there there where it's like you're right, waiting right. for that big meatball to show up and. Um, they did top load it. Like the first thing, the, the singles are tracks one, two, and three music yeah. for a sushi restaurant, late night talking, and as it was. Um, and then they do get into just sort of like some diary. Oh, they skip grape juice. Grape juice is cool. That has a cool sound. Oh, yeah. But like some, a, there's some AOR fumfering. What's AOR? Album oriented rock, like, like Stuley Dan and shit. I felt like oh. Matilda that has like the acoustic harmonics on and stuff, like, you can da 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 da. You can da 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 da. Uh, that's like some grown up adult topics. He's talking about like yeah, not loving your parents or whatever. But you know what really got me was this song "Daydreaming," is like doing some kind of Harry's house shit. But then when it gets to the chorus, it gives us a big one four chord progression. Oh that yeah, one, yeah. That one really blew my ass out. I love that. Um, that song "Little Freak." It's like in the middle of the album. It's sort of like seems like about a friendship that was like teetering on romantic and then maybe wasn't mm. it's uh yeah, I like that. The, the the note that i had was like not overly concerned with rhyming a ton <laughs> like it, it's fun to have a uh, like a big pop album where those like middle tracks are just like you know we're kind of grooving and we're gonna land on some familiar rhymes but it's gonna it be just... sort of about vibe and performance you know what this this is a good vibe record and this is a good one to put on just like kind of have on and listen to the whole thing. Yeah, you know like, I mean? like this isn't this isn't a like picking tracks album. Put it on in your house. You know, you know it's domesticated music. Go in your backyard with a glass of orange wine, put the whole thing on and say, <laughs> Harry will be happy. It's totally professional and inoffensive. You know, that that's like uh the double edged sword of it all. It's like mm. I don't think it's gonna like cut to and cut to the core of anyone's heart but it's absolutely like anyone can put it on in the backyard with the orange but that's what's weird it it makes you feel like should we all be listening just to Hiromi Hosano and is that music the better like that what challenges us about Hosano music is probably the thing that makes it superior whereas Harry is making us go down smooth Mm. you know I had this uh, thought in my head when I was listening to it, was how much of music that we listen to or are presented with through the algorithms, uh, do we like because of the person who's producing it or who's making it or the music itself? Because if this, you know, uh, you know, somebody we'd never heard of before, yeah. John Dudandi. Larry a, uh, Fatso. <laughs> yeah, Larry Fatso puts an album out and it's all these songs. I don't think we'd like it as much. Because we've never heard of Larry Fatso and <laughs> or, Harry, 
Harry Styles has Mike. A, I've been following you, Larry Fatso, for years, Mike. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Perhaps. What if I listen to Harry's house? Yeah. And 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 as a discerning old indie rocker, mm-hmm. say, yeah, that was good, but it was teeny bobber bullshit. If you told me it was Larry Fatso, I might be like, oh, Larry Fatso is like so cool. He's from New Jersey, and he make he makes this awesome music. Oh, sweet, a new guy to learn about. Yeah. Hmm. Mike, you make a good point, but that's but that's uh, it's it's no it's not a strike against because you can't really do anything about that. So it, you, as you get a as an artist gets uh, grows, his like body his or her body of work becomes the art rather than just the song or the album. A lot of times, their actual body will grow. Uh, like for example, <laughs> yeah, especially these young artists, they still have you know uh, Bieber when he got popular, he was what twelve years old. Today, yeah, he grew full yeah. foot. Mm-hmm. Did hmm. he ever clear? Didn't he have a the thing where his side of his face was paralyzed? Did that ever? Oh shit! I think did it's he figure like... that out? That's, that's scary <laughs> did stuff. He, did he, he figure, that figure it out? <laughs> I'll tell it? you what. You know that I, I grew an inch freshman year of college. Tim, really? I'm so yeah. jealous. I went into college like, oh, my dad's six two. Hopefully, I got another spurt left in me. Oh. Well, here's <laughs> your problem, Jeff. You weren't hitting that dining hall hard enough. <laughs> I was there three meals a day, putting in the work. Yeah, I think Jeff wasn't hitting the dining hall. He was hitting the bong. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, I got a song to bring up. No. Second yeah. to last track. I love this song. Coming from Harry. I do too. Boyfriends. He's just like sowing seeds of resentment in his listenership towards their boyfriends. That's the funniest. I- uh, yeah, I thought this was a really like sad song. I mean, yeah. it is, but it's so funny that like this is a guy who walks around planet Earth like sex on demand, just on site. This no, dude, no, he's is... monogamous with Olivia Wilde. Yeah, okay, but these lyrics: "You love a fool who knows just how to get under your skin. You still open the door. You're no closer to him. Now you're halfway home, only calling you when he don't want to be alone." Boyfriends, are they just pretending? They don't tell you where it's heading, and you know the game's never ending. For a pop star whose only hurdle has probably been, I have a boyfriend, to write a song (laughs) called Boyfriends about how it's just like they're not loyal, they're confusing, they're all bad news is so funny to me. That's like the roughest thing he's encountered in life. The line that was like really dark for me was like, it's the weekend and he's secretly drinking and... uh... Oh, you know, yeah. You know what line uh, always popped out to me uh, in the, the lead single? That, um, answer the phone, Harry, you're no good alone. Yeah. I love that. That's answer a great one. Answer the phone, Harry, you're no good alone. Good little, I, I like, I mean, beyond just him writing a song about him himself being depressed, I like referring to yourself in the third person in the song, Harry, you're no good alone. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> you yes. don't see the other members of One Direction doing that. You don't see Zane. Yeah. Oh, you got Zane on the brain. Well, here I come. <laughs> hey, baby, you got Zane on the brain. I don't even know who Zane is. Is he a I DJ? I ain't complaining. That's I got sad. Zane on the brain. Zane Malik? Come on, Mike. Romney Malik. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. Oh, Ooh. boy. Successful counter. When's Mitt Romney Malik going to make another, <laughs> make Mitt, another movie? I, I'm so sick of hearing about Mitt Romney. <laughs> oh, Romney, Romney, Romney. It's too much. 
Well, what's not too much is this album. I found it very affordable at Walmart, Target, and Best Buy. So folks, get out there and get the new Harry Styles' Harry House for use the promo code Sloppy Boys when you check out at virginatlantic.com. Oh boy. Oh boy, yeah. What? No, it's good marketing. We were drunk this whole episode. We're not allowed to put this out. Bury it. Thanks, folks. Thanks for listening. We're going to get these two guys in a... Coffin. Hose them off and sober them up. We're going to need a two-man coffin. They got big days tomorrow. They both have job interviews. <laughs> they should not be doing <laughs> I got a... Uh, I've got a job interview where I'm, I'm trying to get a job as a teetotaler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tea bird totaler. All right. Tim's on his way out. Tim's been sick now for three weeks. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, we haven't even mentioned the haircut. God damn, you look you look great. Hey, thanks, buddy. Cruising into the weekend with a good-looking hair. It's funny how the haircut is always good pod fodder, isn't it? It's one of those things you notice and you can get in a good couple of minutes out of it. <laughs> yeah, a couple good minutes. Where'd you go? You know I went to my man Stavros at Opion. Stavros <laughs> from uh, Cumtown? Yes. Yes, he's doing hair now. At the, uh, at the, at the, uh place that looks like a claymation place yeah it looks yeah. like middle earth yeah yeah that's good well let's all uh folks listen to harry styles and if you want your harry styles trimmed go to your local barber and get a good shape up snip snip thanks for listening we love you all <laughs>